0: Okay, with Harry Waldman, Enter the Room is the short film played at the Horror Underground Film Festival. It really sh- it's a film about two brothers that kind of gets carried away. And it's really about, uh, I think a lot of people can relate to this story. I know it's a horror and it kind of it has its twists and turns, but it's about boundaries, right? It's about like, you have, your established how- you have your established room, and then all of a sudden someone else comes in into that dynamic and then shenanigans take place or conflicts take place I guess right is that the seed of the idea
1: yes I I definitely agree I think one selling point with this film is that while I understand that sometimes movies that have the darker tone or level of intensity that I believe Enter the Room has can turn people off not only do people who sort of like those darker films seem to have enjoyed Enter the Room but I've shown it to a number of family and friends who tend to like to go the lighter side, but they seem to really connect with this film because they can connect with the idea whether it's a sibling or just somebody you're living with kind of those two different personalities uh, clashing. so
0: definitely yeah and I think you got the idea from your uh, your because I think a lot of us I, I think there's a certain age where you stop having roommates but you know university of course and then you're early your 20s trying to establish yourself. You know, you get you a lot of people have like so a lot of people couldn't relate to this to the film. You, you have roommates. You're not necessarily friends with them. But this this one, this they're like siblings. So it's even more intense, I guess. Right. The conflict's even higher because they're brothers, I guess. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Basically
1: where I decided, because initially um, I would mentioned, you know, when I emailed you guys that this influence had come from a roommate I had in college. Oh, uh, your we,
0: blog interview. Yeah. You're, I think you mentioned your blog interview. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then I first I started uh I started to write the script and I just kind of thought because I, I hit a little bit of a wall, I was kind of on a roll and I felt like, oh, these two characters are really clashing. But then I thought, you know what, though, it'd be better if rather than just meeting recently, if they actually were good friends or even siblings and they, you know, had some kind of disturbing past traumatic relationship that kind of influenced what they'd become today. So that's where I figured just make making them brothers, having them know each other for sure. a long time. Yeah. And, you know, then the audience starts to wonder, oh, well, they're not just clashing now. This, you know, this probably goes st- goes back to something from a long time ago. So I think it just gives it, you know, that much uh, more power, I guess, in general.
0: Yeah, of course, it raises the conflict. So your first semester uh, in your freshman year in university, your roommates, I guess you guys didn't get along, I guess, right? Yeah, we, um, it's funny how, (laughs) and of course
1: I won't name his name, you know, I've (laughs) been hopefully wish him the best. He's, you know, hopefully moved on, but he was, he was uptight to say the least. And a lot of those, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of the things that Brian got on Jeremy's case about, um, I'd say at least half, probably closer to two thirds of them were exact things that he did to me. And, And I personally think that I don't think of myself as a slob. I've, I've had, you know, I've had other roommates and they have not had many complaints. They say, yeah, you're pretty clean. So I thought he was a bit uptight. And then there were even some things he did to me that I simply didn't have enough time. Cause it was just, it was like every time I was in the room with him, there was something. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, uh, <laughs>
0: definitely. Sometimes, but- it's, sometimes it's subtext, right? Like he's probably got his own issues. He's probably from afar. I don't know if he's far, far from home He's learning like he his mama's not there doing, you know what I mean? Like everybody, everybody, it's first year in university. It's tough, right? Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: A- absolutely. I I think um he actually he grew up relatively close to me. I think he was in the city, but um, yeah, I'm not quite sure what his background was exactly, but I'm sure it was just he, you know, he was used to living with his parents. He just wasn't used to having another roommate. And maybe he was a little uptight and I was do, you know, doing little things here and there that he just wasn't used to having so yeah. that's probably what uh triggered him but you know the be- the good thing though i guess you know meeting him for a while i wasn't happy about it but once i started to come up with the idea for this film i thought <laughs> well good thing i met him
0: <laughs> so you took yeah. the negative to the immediate a positive i guess right definitely
1: and, and i feel like in general with a lot of my say with the majority of my films i've been able to do that which has been something really surprising kind of and cool and constructive for me in general
0: all right, so tell me about okay. Tell me about this project, particular project. You're it says it says you're a first time. This is your first official film. That is correct. Um,
1: right. Oh, sorry, I didn't. No, Good, uh, go Oh no, no, I was. Um, I think what you're going to ask was what I was going to get into. So feel free to shoot. No, no, go, like go ahead. I basically was just. Um, I thought that. Uh, you were kind of just going to ask me generally about it. And I was going to ask uh, if you had something specific you wanted to, and I felt like that's what you were getting into. That's, <laughs> that's why I was jumping. <laughs> so in, we so. just went
0: around in the circle then, right? There. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, no, I was just going to like a to you to basically, so you wrote the scripts uh, a few years ago or a number of years ago, kind of like had the idea in your head for a while. So what propels you? Okay. Now it's time for me to, uh, to basically make this short film. Location-wise, acting-wise, it's, it's like you got two actors and you got really one location. So, relatively not like from a logistical standpoint, it's a good film to do your first film with because you don't have many movie par- moving parts so to speak, I guess, right? Definitely. Um yeah, and kind of just even going a little more general what you're
1: from so basically from when the script was written, I I believe I'd mentioned it a little in the uh, blog interview. It was tough for me because at the time I'd had very little film experience. I I didn't have film school and, um, it was kind of just words on a paper. And I thought, you know, this is potentially a great idea, but what I initially was going to do, and I do not have any acting experience. I only ever acted. I made this little kind (laughs) of fun, but stupid thing by myself. It wasn't a professional film where I was the only character in it. So I thought, okay, well, and I was initially going to make the two brothers, um, just twins. And, and I was going to, I had a cheap camera. I was going to shoot myself, but I was very worried because I know I'm not a trained actor. I'm not a good actor. And I kind of, I, I had a lot of reservations about it. And fortunately, um, one of the f- first films that i worked on as a production assistant, I met this guy, Lance, and, uh, we really hit it off. I started working on his films and then he'd asked me to shoot over, uh, my script, enter the room because I told him about it. And to my surprise, he got back to me and said he really liked the characters of the voices, especially the neurotic one. And that was where things really fell into place because he'd already been making films for a handful of years. He jumped on the project as the producer and DP. And I basically um, got to see why I I took care of, you know, the actual dealing with the script, directing the actors. Um, He really took care of the logistics and we... Kind of both agreed that kind of what you were asking before. Yeah, like this can this can just be done in you know my studio apartment. It, it's uh, it should be straightforward enough, which was of course huge for me because you know first professional film, not really any experience. I've as someone who's done a couple shoots where we're in multiple locations. You know things things can be time consuming, unexpected things, especially outside if the weather's not good can yeah. happen. So it was nice to be in that kind of closed environment um, where we didn't have to worry about as many external factors.
0: Gotcha. And so then, so Lance was kind of like a, he kind of helped you through the process, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, he was really my mentor. He, um, everything I kind of have done since on the couple films I've, I've uh, directed since have been, he created this rubric and I've kind of used what I learned from him and just expanded on it. So I think that that really was one of the main stepping stones in my filmmaking career was uh, meeting him.
0: And that's I'm, awesome. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. And so, and Peter and Rich are your two actors. Where did you find them?
1: Oh yeah, of course. So that was another thing that uh, you know. One of the things Lance helped with was he, um, when it came to casting, uh, he had uh, he'd recommended a couple websites. Still, two of my favorites: um, Actors Access or Breakdown Express for uh, directors. And then uh, backstage was another one that I used more. I believe at the time, though, both of them we had found on Actors Access. Um, I'd say half of the people we had auditioned were uh, through that website. And in general, I've while well, I found good actors and actresses from all different places. I've probably had the most success with uh, actors and actors uh, Actors Access. Excuse me. Not just from an acting standpoint, but I'd say from a professionalism standpoint too, which I think is huge. Um, yeah, we. Um, We basically, he posted, uh, I gave him the script and the treatment and the sort of character breakdowns. He uh, created an account on uh, Breakdown Express and uh, gave me all the details and credentials. And we had a number of actors apply for those two roles. Uh, We spent one night at this uh, theater, which uh, wasn't too far for me. And uh, those were of all the people we auditioned, those were two favorite people. And yeah, I mean, it was, it was great. I, I thought they both did a really good job. I was very happy with the, both of their
0: performances. And so I'm assuming that, uh, the, the location is one, someone's apartment. Yeah, that was actually, interestingly enough, that was shot
1: in my studio apartment and I actually still live there. I'm, I really hate moving. <laughs> I like the apartment. Nobody I like the likes
0: moving. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so I got settled in, uh, actually when I first moved out to Chicago and, you know, while well, some of my friends, I get it, they'll move constantly. I've just been very comfortable there. I, I like the area, the, uh, the cost of living is very reasonable. The people are, are nice. It's, it's a little further up, actually closer to the suburbs and on uh, North Chicago. Yes. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I've been there ever since.
0: So you close to Wrigley field or like even North of Wrigley field. I'm even North.
1: I am pretty close though. Uh, driving, 10 minutes without traffic. And I'm right off the, um, I'm right off the red line, very common yeah. line that goes from, yeah, North to downtown. I'm like a four minute walk from the red line stop. And once I get on there, if I sit on the train for like, I don't know, like 15 minutes max, I'm basically at Wrigley field, which is gotcha. cool. Yeah.
0: I know, I know exactly where you are. Um, yeah. yeah. So we've done a few festivals in, uh, in, um, in Chicago. So I know exactly where you are. Nice. So, so yeah so it's a cool city and you like and so basically so it's how's the filmmaking scene in chicago doing i i think it's from a general standpoint
1: yeah i mean i i i'm a fan i think it's pretty good it's i my only real experience with filmmaking is in the city of chicago since i've never really of course as i mentioned i lived in the new york city area more in jersey but i've never really collaborated with people out there so it's all been in chicago but it's been positive. There's a lot of different outlets. Um, right when I moved here, I was able to find a lot of networking events, filmmaker groups. So I I'd say in general, they have a, you know, we have a pretty good, uh, um, you know, indie film group out here. There's, there's a lot of people that are uh, passionate about making movies for sure.
0: I liked your guy's movie poster. Uh, who did your movie poster? Oh, yeah,
1: of course. So it was actually a two part. It was the initial Um, my dad, who he's uh, an artist and an art teacher, and he used to do a lot of graphic designing. He actually did the initial draw for it. Um, But the actual graphic designer, I just uh, as I've learned when I'm you know, looking to hire people for my film in general, I kind of just do mass posts online on a lot of different websites. Uh, there are a lot of Facebook groups for it. So it was one of the one of the graphic designer websites I posted it was just this uh, guy Eric Perez. i he sent me his stuff. I thought I thought as he had a lot of his work had actually been uh, children ch- for uh, children's books, but I thought they were fantastic. and I figured if he could just make it a little darker and adjust, he'd be perfect for this enter the room poster. So I brought him and a number of other people in for the interview. and I think not only did I love his artwork, but what separated him from some of the other people I interviewed was that. And in general, what I look for when I'm bringing people onto my projects, he just seemed so passionate about what he did. Um, He told me that, you know, he's a a huge fan of Pixar, he and his family. And they like had all these different rooms in their house are themed like different Pixar movies, which I just thought was so cool. Um, So I loved his energy and enthusiasm. And while I've had a few different graphic designers do posters and I've been I've been relatively happy with all of them. His was my favorite and what really impressed me. I basically just, I sent him the drop that my dad had, which was just in black and white. And I gave him about a page full of notes telling him what I wanted. And with other graphic designers, I've sometimes had to go through seven or eight or nine drafts. This guy nailed it like one, one try. And I remembered I just had to give him one note. It was, I think it was just the color of the bed sheets he had to change, but yeah, he, he was fantastic. I, I would work again with that guy in a heartbeat.
0: So yeah, it's a really, like, for an indie film, it's a really good poster. So you got 30, it's according to your website, you got 36 selections so far. That's pretty impressive, first-time filmmaker. And then you've done a couple of films since then. You seem to be on a roll. Got a couple of films in post-production and a couple, like, a whole bunch of films in pre-production. Like, you're, it seems like you're on your way. It seems like you're really kind of like, like, you're totally immersed into this, into the filmmaking world now. Uh, yeah, no, thanks. I appreciate
1: that. Um, to be honest, it, so well first uh first to um <laughs> yeah, the festival thing's gone great. This is the first time I've as you know, we've we've talked about Enter the Room is my first professional film. So I I'm brand new to the sort of uh, you know, film festival process. And in the beginning, I kind of just I didn't really know what to do. And in general, when I'm in that situation, I kind of just tell myself. Bang your head against the wall, but just go all out. And that's kind of what I've done. And over the last few months I've sort Don't of Don't get learned... a concussion. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, I've learned I've I've learned a lot just with the um, with film freeway, with the, you know, film festival process. And I think I've gotten better at understanding where Enter the room is a fit, where it's not a fit. Um, but I, I didn't dream it would go this well. I really, I had no idea what to expect. Um, and yeah, hopefully it continues to go well. And as for the uh, filmmaking, it's kind of just been the same. I mean, aside from Lance, who was, you know, a mentor and was so helpful in general, when I'm really nervous about doing something that I haven't, I'll do some research. But I've I've heard this from so many filmmakers and I agree that like you just got to, you know, go and jump into the pool and learn, you know, then (laughs) swim, learn from there, learn from your mistakes. Yeah. So so with the feature, because um my latest film, which is still in the very early stages of post-production, my feature film, it was very intimidating and scary, the whole process. And there were a number of times where I thought, oh, are we not going to get <laughs> finished shooting in as many you know days as we scheduled? Um, but yeah, kind of like with the festival process, with Enter the Room, with everything else, you. Um, I think it's good to prepare as much as possible. But I think at the end of the day, if you... I've seen some people really slow themselves down by... Um, Having too many reservations and then just not doing it and waiting and putting it off, um, whereas I think a lot of my success has just come from preparation and planning, but also just going out there and doing it. Right, you learning. did a
0: feature film, and it's amazing. It's like it seems like you're like really on 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 the way. I'd love to see some of your work hopefully later on. Oh, uh, what did you think about our audience? We sent you the audience feedback video. What did you think what the audience had to say about your film? I, I thought it was
1: awesome. I um <laughs> I think I mentioned my first sentence in the blog. It was. I get very nervous about these things. I've um, you know, I'd screen I'd privately screened enter the room a few times and the reactions were mostly positive, but I've had a couple of times where someone everyone's, you know, entitled to their opinion, but said something that, you know, maybe hurt my feelings a little or I didn't know if I agreed with, but I thought this particular video, I had honestly zero issues. I, I thought I thought the um I thought the feedback was very helpful in general. I really thought that a lot of the audience members picked up on key things that I wanted to portray under the room. I loved how one of the individuals, he had mentioned something specifically that not everyone picks up the scene about halfway through when, um, after Brian is, you know, complaining about needing to get enough sleep and Jeremy looks like he's about to explode and then he gets up and storms off to the bathroom and he's talking to his hand, which is supposed to be him talking to his mom and saying he's in the office. He, I liked that he specifically brought that up and I I was with that scene I wanted to reveal something but I wanted to do it subtly so yeah. not a, not everybody picks up on it I didn't want to be too heavy-handed about it but just little things like that and even um even a couple of the minor critiques I, I agreed with just I, I think the main one being that as somebody who loves kind of very visceral loud intense films with real kind of glaring soundtracks and scores, I have one of the early mistakes I ran into when I screened enter the room the first time privately, but way before, you know, I was submitting it to festivals um, people were having issues hearing the dialogue and that's just something. And it's even something to this day. I sometimes will watch something I've made and think, Oh, like, yeah, maybe the, the mu the music's great. And it might match the, uh, the tone of the scene. But if the audience can't hear what the character's saying, that is a, gigantic problems. You need so a good I, sound designer. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I, I overall, I really liked the feedback video. I was very, it was very informative. And uh, yeah, I, I agreed with, you know, all That's if cool. not most, or most if not all the critique.
0: That's great. So you go to your uh, website, Edgewater Film Productions. It's funny. It's a unique site where you got a list of all your films, but on the main page, you have like a, your top four, not top 100, not top 10. Top four hundred favorite films, and you order it between one and four hundred. <laughs> so Memento is number one, right? That is correct. True Romance, classic film of my era, nineteen ninety four. Uh, it um, was a Tony Scott directed, uh, Tarantino directed. It was, not, it was number four hundred. So then you got, but you got three films, uh, three Christopher Nolan films in the top ten. So I'm assuming you're a Christopher Nolan fan.
1: Yeah, I um, I especially. I think I still am to this day, but from basically from Memento to Inception was no one was the um, (coughs) excuse me, no one was the first director. I kind of really whose whose work I really fell in love with Um, Memento in general. uh, I just so was initially i mentioned a little in the uh, blog. I kind of saw it by accident the first time it was when I was in seventh grade. I still liked movies back then, but I wasn't obsessed the way I've become. Yeah. And it was a friend's mom who recommended it. And I was just blown away from the start, but I was, as this happens with many people who first view Memento, I was a bit confused with what had <laughs> happened in with the, you know, giant twist ending, but in a good way, I've definitely seen films where I just, question, well, does this really make sense? And with Memento, it didn't feel that way. It just felt like, oh, I need to sit down and watch this one or two more times, maybe even look up a uh, brief synopsis. And yeah, I mean, I watched it a couple years later. I, I stumbled into it in a blockbuster and I know ne- I really almost never do this with movies. I believe I rented it five nights in a row, watched it every night, um, really got it after the third time watching it. But then even after that was picking up little Easter eggs here and there. Um, Just generally speaking, the way it's structured, the black and white scenes going forward while the color scenes going backwards yeah. and to represent a short term memory loss and sort of how it all meshes in the end and blows up in your face. Um, I, I'm just such a huge fan of that film. And yeah, Nolan in general, I, I love the Dark Knight trilogy, especially the Dark Knight. Um, I think Inception's a, Phenomenal film, a film that's very complex and a bit confusing, but that I believe overall works.
0: Um, which is number twenty six on your list. That the is only correct. film in your top like fifty, I guess, is uh, is uh, the Wages of Fear, which you have number six. It doesn't fit with the rest of your. <laughs> it seems like yeah, I mean, you're in this little world, and I understand it. You're kind of like, you know, you're you're a millennial, and you got this millennial kind of uh, template, which is totally understandable, totally fine. Got some good films. And then of course, you know, you, of course you got star Wars, but everybody loves star Wars from your era. I'm be, I'm generalizing of course. Yeah. And then you got this classic like 1950s film in your top, top 10, the rages of fear, which not yeah. a lot of people know about really. It's a good film. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. So just to go in a little more into that. Yeah. I'm sure it's someone who looks
1: at my top list can probably get an idea of my age. However, um despite, you know, despite that, while well, a lot of my favorite films probably fall into a certain type of category. I've actually seen um, from basically from college, I started watching movies nonstop. I'm somewhere, if you don't include short films, I'm somewhere between 7,500 and 8,000. If you include short films, God, I don't I don't even know. Yeah. I've watched so um, but I've seen basically from college and on. I so when I was a kid, I kind of just watched what really interested me. Um, But in college, I started watching all the classics, started watching a lot of foreign films. So The Wages of Fear, I think, I believe the reason why it is in there is that it has the same level of intensity and visceral thrills as a lot of those other films. Even if it's an older film, it's a foreign film. Um, I believe, too, more of a classic. Of course, everyone's seen it. But Psycho should be pretty close to the top of the list too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but yes yeah, so, and so I have seen most of the classics many foreign films. Yeah. Um I have a giant letterbox account that is just like <laughs> endless sure. during covid especially I was just making dozens and dozens and dozens of lists so yeah despite the fact that a lot of my top films may be a little more modern and fit into a certain type of mold I have seen a lot of different films
0: that's cool no it was just like it wasn't like there was no judgment it was just that it's, yeah. it's like it just like it was just the film that stood out for me but Toy Story 3 I just saw that with my son my son's four. Oh, she loves 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 Toy Story 3 out of the four films out of the four toy stories, his favorite is toy story three. Right. So, that's awesome. That's Yeah. One of my, that's little not scary there in the end too, right. With the, with the, the garbage machine is toy story that, three. Yeah. Yeah. That that's what I love about that one so much <laughs> is that, um, I love all the toy
1: stories and I love Pixar. I think in general, while I love animation, you know, despite the fact that I make very dark films, yeah. animation, animated films, not always, but particularly American films, they tend to be a little lighter. Um, and what i liked with toy story 3 is i just felt it went a little darker went a little deeper a little heavier um and that's part of what really connected me with me just the heartbreak that the toys are having when you know they feel like they're being abandoned by their lifelong partner so that that really resonated with me i guess the
0: quote-unquote villain of the film has got this kind of uh cool orden story right where he he's mistakenly uh he's mistakenly uh like lost by his his owner or whatever his child whatever as they say in the film and he's got he's just got this anger it's like a good like kind of villain it's like a humanized villain right so absolutely like, it's like it's like it's it impressed me when i watched it it was like i'm watching it through my son's eyes and it was like wow it's pretty impressive yeah no i,
1: I think lotso is um while he may not be known lotso. as a classic disney villain yeah. i think he is quietly one of their best and most nuanced villains and that backstory too is great because they could have just made him you know a black and white car- yeah. cardboard cutout villain and i thought that while well, i still hate him it's you understand after watching that video oh this is why he went to the dark side yeah. He, so yeah no i
0: i thought that that's one of the best scenes of the yeah, film little luke skywalker or darth vader tribute with the baby right throwing the yep. osgo throwing like darth <laughs> vader throwing the emperor <laughs> Oh, that's such a great scene too. <laughs> yeah, all right, absolutely. man. Let's talk again. I'm sure we'll talk again. Let's talk again when you make your next. I see your next films, and hopefully, we'll show at some of our festivals. And I wish you the best of luck. You seem a very interesting person, and you seem like to be really on on a roll of filmmaking wise. Thanks.
1: I really appreciate you having me. It was great talking to you, and uh, I'll definitely uh, keep you guys in the loop on what's going on with my uh, filmmaking career. Thanks.
0: One, two, three, four, five.